Hello, welcome to another episode of Papa Bear Hikes. As promised, here is part two of our Pacific Crest Trail family segment. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy this episode. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up Far Out, Nathan, because we're going to talk about that. I didn't have that in my notes, but I, I do want to talk about that because I've used it. I, I really like using that app. Um, Kevin and Leah, I would, I would, man, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, you know, people who aren't familiar with hiking and backpacking, they might be talking to you guys and thinking, well, you know, they know what they're doing, but as hikers, we might be, we're looking at it differently. And I went through that this year. I'd never hiked out West before. So I did a lot of, you know, I had those things in the back of my head that maybe I wasn't thinking about after, you know, 50 years of hiking on the East coast and going out there. So I think as hikers, when we go to another area, another part of the country, we think about those things a little bit harder. Yeah. I, I look at like hiking, like my flying, like um, the second you start to slip up, that's when you start to get into trouble and uh, or complacent, you know, that's when something bad's going to happen. So you always just got to be on your toes uh, in regards to like the far out app. Um, I think that was like our favorite app on the AT. Like we started out the A wall guide and, I wasn't really too uh, familiar with the, the gut hooks or far out, um, but I'd say a quarter of the way in, like I had transitioned fully of not even ever looking at the A wall and it was just straight far out. And like, I, I, I don't know if you watched any of the videos, Martin, but <laughs> I had lost this necklace that I'm wearing right here on the trail and the far out app is, you know, like I was able to piece it all. It was ripped in two, you know, like the cross was missing and somebody found the cross and then somebody found the chain and just blasting out everything like, you know, word travels and, you know, somebody found it from Australia and mailed it to me and I was able to put everything back together. So like, I mean, that app is a godsend, I, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've been using it for years now. Yeah. Uh, Nathan, how about you? Anybody telling you, telling you what you need to be afraid of, telling you why you should be scared? <laughs> Most of my friends are uh, been trained well enough. You don't tell me anything that I don't want to hear. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, there's definitely some people that I put a. Well, the day I got my permit, I put put up a story on Instagram, and I just put a poll like, who who would else, who else would do this? Would you do this or yes, yes or no for fun? And I was kind of surprised by a lot of the people that were just a hard no, but a lot of the people that were, you know, you could, I don't know, it, it's, it's definitely within my personality type to, to go and do something like this. Um, I was just re reading about my birthday and, you know, that's just a mark of somebody who's born on April 16th, I guess, is that just, you want to go do stuff. Um, but no, no, no one's, I don't think anyone has said like, you're, you're not going to be able to do it or you're not capable. capable. It's more like you're going to finish. Absolutely. You're the other one is you're going to lose so much weight. <laughs> like, Cause I'm kind of a big guy. So like, we'll see how much muscle and fat that I lose. Um, but no, I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident and I'm, you know, confident in my ability to take it slow and do it the smart way. And, you know, it's definitely not going to be easy, but it's going to be a journey. April 16th, that happens to be my wife's birthday. And I know that personality it's the best type. damn year of the <laughs> day of the year. Beverly, anybody telling you, hey, do you know how dangerous it is out there? 
you really want to do this? Do you have any of the, any of those voices in your life? This one, my second born son. Yeah, he's definitely a worry wart. And he's like, mom, are you sure? And then he'll come around again, mom. I just, I know that you said, but make sure that you're being safe, you know? So he just keeps saying that because he's concerned, but still supportive. Yeah. So nobody else. No. Yeah. It seems like people are really, really supportive. I was shocked when I started actually telling people I was doing it. Yeah. That's great to hear. Uh, Cause we don't need the naysayers in our lives. Really. I mean, we make up our own minds to do this and yeah. We, we, we know, I mean, look, if you prepare, you do your research, you know what you're getting into. Like Kevin had said, you know, it's preparation, you know, knowing what might be out there ahead of you, having the right tools to to deal with situations, whether it's a guide or having an app on your phone, it'll give you a warning if there's a flash flood or storm coming in, you know, that's, and, and it's, you know, animal encounters is one I always get, you know, Kevin and Lee, I'll start with you on this one, wildfires. And, you know, part of your advanced planning, um, do you have a strategy? You've been thinking about this much of what you're going to have to do. You mentioned it, you briefly mentioned about it uh, a little while ago, but how you're going to approach that if you run into wildfires, or I should say when you do, because it seems like it's an annual occurrence now. Um, Basically, uh, if we run into it, we're just going to, you know, skip ahead. And uh, our car is going to be in California anyway. Uh, so if we have to skip ahead, we'll just come back when we're done and make up the miles once the fire's out. <laughs> I mean, there's not really much else you can do. I mean, right. my sister, uh, she's a, she works at like Mayo Clinic. And so she's like really into me- the medical field. And so she's really adamant that she wants us to carry uh, N95 masks during the areas that have already had smoke. So, I mean, that's something that we're really going to think about just because you know, you are exposing your lungs to a lot of toxins um, as you're going through those burned areas. And I mean, you want to make sure your lungs are operating as best as they can while you're out there. Right. The trail doesn't get easier as you go further north. I mean, and there's some, it can be pretty tough once you hit Oregon and up into Washington. Mm-hmm. All right. You're going to need those lungs. Take care of them. <laughs> How about you, Nathan? Is this something you've thought about much um yeah i mean i i've i've hiked some pretty gnarly hikes in tremendous smoke there was a during the dixie fire we were up in yosemite and the whole i mean it was just socked in um and we did glacier point and it was absolutely miserable uh you definitely feel it and it it just takes all the fun out of hiking so but um i don't know if i'm gonna I'll, you know, I'll take every, every day at a time. Um, smoke is one thing, a fire coming your way is quite another. Um, and just being as safe as possible. I mean, I already have kind of limp lungs at times. I have super allergies and, you know, stop barking, please. Um, so, you know, we'll just take it a day at a time. And if I need to kind of skip up, you know, there, I'm, I don't know how excited I'll be to go back through a section unless it's like something that I was really looking forward to and then I'll jump back in you know it's like I don't know we'll see I don't know I'm just taking it taking it one day at a time and it really it's about the long hike please stop barking you know as we're going through this I think people are mentally becoming more prepared for this and then they were 
even just two or three years ago, there's kind of this, if you're going to hike the PCT, this is part of hiking the PCT. You, you, you are likely to encounter this and just either you know, have a plan or just roll with it. Um, and Beverly, is this something you've, uh, have you thought about what you're going to do when, when you get to that point? We'll be back after a quick break. You ever think about what might be in the water you're drinking every time you fill up your water bottles while you're in the outdoors? I try not to, and I really don't because I use Sawyer water filters. Sawyer filter technology, because of their high standards, every filter is individually tested three times through the process. I've been using their permethrin product for years now to protect me from, well, quite frankly, ticks and the picaridin to keep the flies at bay. Don't let bad water, insects, or a tick bite cut your trip short or even ruin it. Use Sawyer products. Go to your local outdoor retailer and ask for Sawyer products, whether it's a water filter, insect repellent, they're likely to have it. You can also go to Sawyer's website and read more about these incredible, high quality products that they offer those of us who enjoy the outdoors. Well, kind of like with um, Nathan, I'm gonna, and while well, everyone, I'm going to look at it again and see what's happening. Cause some people, there are some trails that you can, some alternates, maybe it'll be an alternate. Maybe I'll come back and do it. I, I don't know. It's going to depend on a lot of different factors. And also my idea, actually, Nathan kind of pushed me more as I was talking to him earlier um, to do this, the Sierras. Cause I was thinking if I skip the Sierras, I can jump forward and then hopefully miss all the fires and then come back to the Sierras when it's dry and beautiful and whatever. So I think I, I'm going to try to push through, but there's still that idea of doing all the areas north of the Sierras and hopefully miss all the fires. Right. Either miss them or get out ahead of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Rob? Well, you know, I've experienced enough of wildfires either ahead of or behind me doing section hiking on the PCT now that I have a pretty solid strategy. And I'm fortunately, um, like we talked about with um, whether or not there might be a storm coming in or what have you, there's a lot of talk, chatter as we, as I've encountered people on the trail about, well, there's fires here, there's fires there. Um, and, you know, being strategic about where I am and where the best places are to bail off if I need and want to do that, because um, that's just part of the reality at times. And, you know, in 2018, I ended a section hike a little early um, in northern Washington. Um, I started at Rainy Pass and was intending to section hike Sobo the entire state of Washington, but it was late. Um, by the time I got to Snoqualmie Pass, there were two fires behind me, three fires behind me and two ahead of me on the trail. Um, and I figure, well, I'm at Snoqualmie from here. I can hitch to North Bend and then get public transit to Seattle and go home. If I keep going, who the heck knows how I'm ever going to get home and how long it might take. Um, so it's that sort of valuation of, like Beverly says, circumstantially. Um, and I would say too that it may surprise folks to realize, but at least last year it was the case that there was far more snow in Oregon and Washington when people on the PCT through hikers hit those places than there was in the Sierra Nevada. I know of a number of people and a number of YouTube bloggers who actually had to jump off the trail and do 
other trails for a while because there was so much snow in Oregon and Washington compared to what there was in California last year. So you're, you're sort of uh, picking your poison no matter what you do. <laughs> now we talked about resupply and going into town. Uh, I always feel that what happens in town is as much part of the experience as what you're doing on the trail. You're at ads. It's, it's part of the, you know, when you look back, right. Those times you were in town and the, the interesting people you met, you know, that great restaurant or maybe not so good restaurant you went to. So Nathan, have you been thinking about that at all about when you, you know, or do you have any expectations or what the social part of this trip will be? That is my biggest concern, honestly, not the physicality of it. It's whether or not I'm going to find my tribe. And, um, you know, like I, it's not, it's like, am I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm oddly antisocial at times. I'm super, I'm super out. Like, what is it? What, what am I (laughs) like extroverted? That's it. Um, you know, I can talk to anybody and there's just a weird lingering thing of like, you know, being the kid that that, like nobody wants to sit with, or am I going to find people or like, what if nobody claps when I walk into Kennedy Meadows' cell? (laughs) Like it's all stupid fodder to be flipping around in my brain, but that is kind of like, you know, I'm on the, the Yogi's, um, uh, Facebook group and they've kind of blocked us in like hey here's your start week and I'm like looking through I'm like are any of you my friends like I don't like are you, I don't that's like the dumbest thing to be worried about but it does feel very first day of school like I hope people like me like will I make a friend and then you watch people's videos and they're like oh I met I met these two people on the tram like out going out there and we hiked the whole thing together and I was like should I take the tram is that like where I meet friends <laughs> <laughs> Am I making a mistake by having my friend from college drive me to the terminus? Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's so stupid. I'll, I'll be fine. But it's my biggest concern. <laughs> I just, all the section hiking I've done, um, you know what? Everybody finds their, their little group. And, um, and it's funny because one of the people in our AT group this year, I think she has a similar uh, concern, you know, and, and I just told her, I said, you, you know, you'll find your little group. That's all. How about you, Beverly? You're looking forward to the social aspect of it. You're a little nervous about it. Um, nervous. Uh, I guess I'm, I feel awkward about it because I'm not sure what I want other than, because I'm maybe more like Nathan where I'm, I seem very extroverted but I have an introverted side and I'm looking forward to the lonely times on the trail because I've always had lots of people around me and I tend to want to take care of everybody and everybody likes that so I'm looking forward to some time that's just mine where I'm not looking to find a tramley but I do feel like every group that I come up to maybe will hike for a while or one person will hike for a while or whatever I feel like it's going to be more all over the place and going into the, I want to save money. So going into towns, I, I'm less likely to engage in nighttime activities and stuff like that. Cause it, it actually can wear on me if I have to talk too much. Cause I do feel awkward. I can feel awkward when I talk too much. Like if I talk too much right now, I'll, I'll think about it later. Like, Oh, should I have said that? And it's a little weird. I have that problem. So, <laughs> 
<laughs> Trust me. I know. Yes. <laughs> I feel your pain. Rob too. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, uh, to me, it's going to be an adventure. I'm sure that socially I will have, it will be fine. Uh, I feel like I'll have, I mean, I'll be accepted. I'm a cute old lady, you know, and it's like, that's so much easier. Um, so I think that it's not, it's more like how awkward am I going to feel just being myself? So that's, I'm just, I'm going this, doing this anyway for a reset. So the reset will be, okay, now it's time live your life for you, Bev. And so this is me living my life for me. And I don't know what that means when it comes to connecting with people. I'm sure I will connect with people. Yeah. Now, Rob, you've been, you've done a lot of hiking and you have hiking buddies, as you pointed out. I do too, but you're going to be by yourself. You're not going with your friends. How are you looking at this as far as the social part of it? Well, I don't seem to have much trouble encountering or meeting people or um, finding trail family to hike with if I want to do that. Um, almost always I have ended up for some period of time on my section hikes, hiking with people that I met um, along the way and had great times with. Some of my favorite memories are of sitting with people that I met just north of Kennedy Meadows South um, at the Lone Pine Hostel, the Whitney Portal Hostel in Lone Pine on the balcony, um, drinking beer and Gatorade and eating ice cream, you know, <laughs> just hanging out, talking to people and met so many fun people at the, at the hostel there because um, they do the dorm style thing there. You have to pay a lot more for an extra, for your own private space. And so it was kind of like a hiker party and it was a lot of fun. You know, similar story in Mammoth. I found a great hiker hostel, met a bunch of fun people, and you know, relationships that I continue to to foster and appreciate over time in life. You know, and I rather suspect it'll be the same this year. Um, you know, I like having personal quiet space, but the great thing is we're not always on top of each other. Even if I am hiking with people, um, whether it's on purpose or by accident or by uh, you know, just by happenstance, we just happen to be doing it, you know, um, we're usually far enough apart that everybody still gets their personal space when they need and want that. Yeah, I was going to say that, you know, I've experienced that, that, you know, usually the tramleys, as they're often referred to, you know, you, you meet up at the camping area, you know, your campsite for the night, you know, you sit around till it's time to go to sleep and then everybody gets up and heads out on your hike and many times you won't see those people until the end of the day till you get to the next campsite because usually i mean these work out because there's people that are hiking at the same pace you are all right and that's how these little you know nucleus groups start right it's okay we got four or five people i know with me you know it's usually you know four or five people my age we're all hiking about the same pace you know? and then you've got your 20 year olds that are like doubling our pace <laughs> So we'll see them once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Kevin and Leah, you know, you know from experience on this topic. And so I'd like to hear from you guys. You're, you probably have you have firsthand experience. So I'd be interested to hear what you have to say about the social aspect of through hiking. Um, I think that before we started the AT, I that's like something I really didn't even think about. I was too worried about did I have the right gear, like planning the routes, like all that kind of stuff, like what I wanted to see along the way. So until I got there, then I was kind of like, okay, like now there's a lot of people like, oh my gosh, like kind of freaking out a little bit. 
Um, I will say that on our experience, we ended up making friends like with a 78 year old man, which is like, and he hiked with us for 2000 miles of the trail. So, I mean, just for like Nathan, I would not even worry about it at all. Like you're gonna have like a friend on the first day for sure. Like everybody is just super cool. Like I'm, I'm not even worried about it at all. Like even though the social aspect of stuff, like I got like anxiety and everything about people, like it, it's just a great environment. So I wouldn't worry about it. And we executed a cheat code for the PCT and brought along our family. So, I mean, yeah. we already kind of do have a family going on before we even get started, but yeah. That's pretty cool. And yeah, the gentleman you hiked with, you did a nice job of, you know, tracking that in your videos, by the way, too. I thought that was pretty cool. And, uh, Thank you. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, and you guys had great videos, by the way. And we're gonna we're gonna get around to if anybody's doing that. Uh, anybody listening, I, it was I'm kind of trying to go from person to person here. So if I don't, I don't want to just yell out who's doing this and getting five responses at the same time. So this is the best way I can manage it is just go from person to person asking the questions. Uh, but on the note of blogging, vlogging, or sharing your hike with anyone. Beverly, do you have any plans to to do anything that's going to that you'll be sharing your hike with beyond just letting your family know where you're at or how you're doing? Uh, yeah, um, Bill, my husband is gonna do his own thing with the trail towns and stuff and different areas, and I'm gonna attempt to um, do a, a mini a pro a GoPro on my shoulder, see how that goes. And then he'll deal with it. I'll just have to figure out how I'm going to do it. I, I really want to get comfortable doing it. I don't know if I will. So I, I'm going to try mm -hmm. a little bit. How about you, Rob? Yeah, I, um, I have the, the WordPress blog that I will probably keep active, um, really ramp up obviously once I'm on the PCT. And I am gonna try video blogging on the PCT as well this time around. Um, I'm really fortunate that I have a friend who is willing to help me um, manage the videos that I can do some editing and do some cleanup and help me get them production ready and so that they can be posted. For me, it's really important um, it's an important part of what I want to be doing. I want to be sharing with people where not just this is me, this is my day, this is my hike, this is my gear. I want to be sharing with people, this is this place, this is what it's designated, this is what the designation means, this is why it's special. These are the um, nonprofit organizations that work to support the land management agencies. For me, it's a very, very personal thing. Um, trying to add something to the conversation of video blogging about the PCT that I don't really see out there is um, not only are the places amazing and people should care about them, but there is all of there's all of this infrastructure that uh, and history and, and ecology that goes with these places that is super interesting and important for people to understand and have an opportunity to support. So, yeah. And, and Rob, you're, you're right. When, when we're getting the word out about this, we have to protect these places, right? And 
the people using them are the best advocates, right? When we're showing other people, look, this is here. This is here for our enjoyment. It could go away if we're not paying attention. Or if the people in the positions of authority or decision-making feel like nobody cares, we'll just, you know, build some houses there or something. Kevin and Lee, I'm going to start this off with you guys by saying, please tell me you're going to be vlogging <laughs> your, your trip this year because you guys did good videos. Yep. Uh, we're still going to be blogging. Um, we, so any like history on our, we're kind of like Rob, we try not to um, kind of blog. We, we do a lot of history on like, if we're crossing a dam, you know, the history of that. And so, uh, or the towns, like we talked about like haunted factories and all these other things. Like we try to incorporate as much as we can about the area and not um, just walking and talking. Um, but for Beverly, if I can offer you any advice, um, we had a ton of trouble with uh, our Hero 9. We had a Hero 9 and a 10. Leah was using the 10 and she didn't have uh, as many problems, but make sure you have the Enduro battery um, because if you don't, as soon as the, the temperatures get anywhere between 40 and 50 degrees, the GoPro is going to, even if you have it charged a 75%, 80% battery, it's going to say low battery powering off. And it's going to be frustrating because you're going to be in the middle of doing something it's amazing okay. and then you got to redo it. And then it just takes away from the moment. And um, so uh, we're running the Hero 10 and 11 this time. We got rid of the nine. Uh, and like I said, we're going to be incorporating the DJI uh, Mini 3 uh, just because it's going to be well, a lot more open. So I'm not really sure how I'm going to incorporate the aerial the videography yeah, but um excited to be doing that uh yeah and so yeah we're, we're gonna be doing that. it <laughs> i'm glad to Thanks. hear that and i you know, if any of you are new to videoing your your hike i think it's interesting because you're not the only two i've heard this you can easily fall behind you get to a point where it's like okay We'll put these videos up when we're finished. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people go out there with the intention. I'm going to put them up right away so people can follow me as close to when I'm actually out there. And it starts to become work. And, yeah. So, you know, that's not a bad thing. Though. It's actually kind of right. cool that we could be watching these videos into December. When <laughs> when uh, when we first started, what was funny is like uh, Leah had a lot of anxiety about we were six videos behind. And I'm like, just, you know calm down like if we get one out every other day or if we catch up it's okay and then because like it, it did take a toll on our social aspect of going into town and you're not wanting to sit there and put a day's worth of editing and you want to be hanging out with your family and you know experiencing the social aspect or like we talked about before when you get into camp you know we would be uh, routinely going straight to our tent and just straight hammering away on our phone trying to edit it all out and then everybody else is having fun at, you know going around a fire or whatever else you know having the social aspect so um beverly try not to let that get in your way or or rob we don't know about <laughs> you yet nathan <laughs> but i mean those are big things that you know towards the end we were just like we need to just stop and just appreciate the time that we're we're having so I have, I've decided that, yes, I will be documenting this. Um, I am I'm very thankful for all of the vloggers that did, that do posts. 
and I'm not going to be one of them. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to be documenting this in service of writing a book. Um, and so, and I have a title for it, which is really exciting. It's called the devil on your back. And it's, uh, it's less about hiking and more kind of the Cheryl Strayed approach, um, or even Jedi Jenkins who wrote to shake the sleeping self. These are things that the, these stories, you know, the, the, somebody's journey and, and what's kind of ticking around in the background and why they're doing it is, is really kind of what I want to share. Cause I know that I'm not alone in being 40 years old and completely lost, even though I have everything that I'm supposed to want and, you know, I'm, I'm doing it. Like I'm checking all the boxes and I'm still uneasy and unhappy and unfulfilled and really going to go figure out like, if this isn't it, what is it? And, you know, I, I don't know what the journey is going to be like. I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying not to have any kind of narrative and there is like this whole, well, no, no narrative going into it where I'm trying to fulfill on writing a book. I'm going to figure out what the book is on my way and um, taking the advice of, of a friend of the, I'm friends with Jedediah. And he, he just told me, he's like, film everything, like just talk into the camera, get your thoughts out. You're going to, you know, I would love to journal this, but I don't think I'm going to want to be like writing pen to paper after hiking 26 miles a day. Um, so I've been doing, I've been practicing that and the awkwardness of being, of vlogging is it's wearing off and it has not worn off and maybe it never, <laughs> I mean, y'all can tell me it's like, I feel so dumb, like, okay, this is what I'm doing. But it's, uh, I think that that's the most valuable thing. I mean, I've already been moving through a ton of spaces I was sharing with Martin before. I mean, I, I had, I had all my money saved and then I had a client that didn't pay me and I was out $11,000 and I was like, that is hiking fun. And so I've been busting ass to, to make up that and to make sure that, you know, my partner and my house and everything is kind of taken care of. But like the journey to get to the trail has been the longest and like the hike sounds like the easy part, making friends <laughs> may be hard, but like the walking I can do, it's the, how do I get there? Um, and if I can shake this thing off, we'll see. So yes, I will be blogging or blogging or filming and all that and posting. And you're going to be using this, like you said, to write a book. Because I wrote a book about my long trail hike. And, uh, you know, you start out with one idea. And I didn't have like a preconceived notion of what I wanted to, what the, what I wanted the finished product to be. But yeah, I started out with one thing. And because here's the cool thing, if you're going to write a book, is that you're reliving it all. And then you're seeing it from a different perspective, right? All this stress you're seeing about, you know, leading up the the client not paying and the struggle to get onto the trail. And, you know, you might look back at that and might be, might be able to shed some light on it and some humor. Mm. Uh, yeah. You Cause know, once you're out there, it's not going to seem so, might not, it's probably not going to seem like such a big deal once you get started. But right now I'm sure it felt like your world was caving in on you. I can only imagine oh, we're not talking about a hundred, two hundred dollars. That's a big amount of money that uh, I think any of us would be stressed out over. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, and then, you know, going in, I'm lucky enough, though, that I do have my permit and I've got my backpack and all this where it's like, do I want to pursue this or do I want to go hike? Like, do I want to like spend the next I could spend the next year trying to sue this human being and trying to get that and doing all that or it's like, mm, no. 
I don't, I don't know. We'll see if, we'll see what I do about that. But I know, I know that I can trust myself and my feet and my ability to, to take care of myself. So, I mean, the money's already been replaced and yes, it was blood, sweat and some tears, but I just worked my ass off. And, and that is like a testament to like, it's just bizarre. Like why, why do I not make that kind of money that quickly all the time? But like, because I have like a bigger why of like, because I'm like, nothing will compromise this gift I'm giving myself that I'm going to go on this freaking hike. You know, why I could have been doing it the whole time, but I didn't, but now I can. Yeah. That's that personality that that's that April 16th birthday. I'm telling you, I know that personality. (laughs) Fire. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just, I'm going to do a quick survey here. I've used the far out. Formerly Guthook app since 2016. And I have just every year, I just find it more and more valuable. If you're going into town, what's going on in different campsites? Has it been trashed? Is it, you know, is it still there? So, you know, we, you're, you're knowing in real time if, you know, what, what's ahead of you. So we'll start this one with, um, we'll start with you. We know that you guys are using it, you're going to use it again. Um, so, Nathan, we'll start with you this time. Are you using gut hooks or use our uh, far out guide? Oh yeah. I, I love the app. Um, I mean, I, I do my best to not um, take the, all the mystery out of my hike, <laughs> but you know, cause you could definitely like, okay, like the next water source and here's a picture of it and here's all the comments. And like, I'll, then you're like, Oh, it just kind of takes the, like, you know, the adventure out of it at times. But fantastic resource i mean I, I used it on the lost coast trail which saved my life about like how like here's the here are the points that you need to be going and and taking the expectation which when i i mean i've showed i've shown that app to most of the skeptics in my circle and they're like oh wow there's so much information it just it really puts everyone at ease including myself um and i do love the you know that i've discovered it the the social aspect of it where i like you know, I mean, I've seen people lose their sunglasses and find them. And, you know, that your cross story, Kevin, is like incredible. That's awesome. That, you know, these two pieces of a necklace were found and now are back together based on a community. And somebody had the forethought to give us the ability to talk to one another. So, big fan. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't let it paralyze me where I have to look ahead at every this or that. But like I said, in that one situation, I was out of order and, if I had to hike up that, it was the end of the day. But I, I was like, wow, that's good. Great. I'm going to stay right where I'm at. <laughs> um, yes, absolutely. How about you, Beverly? You're going to be using any apps or the Far Out app? Far Out app. Yeah, I already bought I already bought the maps <laughs> for the whole PCT. <laughs> and how about you? Good price. Excellent. And how about you, Rob? Yeah, I have a Garmin inReach and I really like using that I, I'm a very I'm also fond of paper maps and I will be carrying the Nat Geo handheld maps but I'm eventually going to break down and also get the far out app um, for the real time information as people have talked about um, I've done enough hiking where I expect to come to a water source and I get to it and it either is non-existent or it's dried up um, so that I have the experience to know that I'm going to want that crowdsourced information um, as I'm going along so I will, I will be using the Garmin and the far out and the maps. Well, just to let you know, I was a bit of a, an old schooler myself. And I, I, I still bring a map with me. 
I always think, okay, my phone can break, get lost, whatever. And so it took me some coming around to say, all right, I'm going to get this app and use it. Kevin and Leah, you guys just have such a great story about what you, you know, like Nathan said, that story with the cross, that's amazing that somebody was actually able to return it to you. That's, that's I was, I was pretty, cool. pretty fortunate for that. Mm-hmm. But there's, so there's some other things about the Far Out app that I think is pretty funny is it's just like your regular social media. You know how like hikers like to give each other fear mongering, you know, yes. like, oh, the oh. next trail ahead, it's going to be yes. so hard, but it like gives you a yeah. chance to like, to actually see other people's point of view. Like it's not that bad, you know, just pull up your britches and, you know, get on through it and you'll be happy that in the next hour, you know, you should be fine. You know, but then other people are like, it's, it's like a hike your own hike thing, but like, you know, like it's doom and gloom is the worst mountain ever. And, you know, it just, it's kind of like a comedy, just reading the comments going down and yeah. seeing what each other oh. says. And <laughs> I only read it, read that stuff for the comedy value. Right. Because like you said, Hey, look, I've got to hike it anyway. I don't care that right. it was tough yeah. for you. That's I still have to I get up there. Like, I, you know, yeah. You know, it doesn't, that doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> um, so in closing here, let's go around. We'll start with Beverly uh, in a sentence or so. Um, what has you most excited about going out on the PCT? Walking, walking alone and what's around every corner. Just experiencing it. That's most exciting, bar none. Rob? Being on the Pacific Crest Trail. I love that trail so much. Every time I'm out there, even if I just step on it for a half a mile, I just get giddy as a little kid on Christmas or New Year, you know, or, or Easter, whatever the thing is. I'm just so excited to, to really be able to spend a good chunk of time on the PCT. Yeah. And to me, it's so exciting that first day, it's taking that first step on the trail, right? I, I'm the same way. I can't sleep. I, I I don't sleep the night before I'm going on a big hike. I guess I get so excited about it. I'm, I'm finally getting out on this trail. I'm finally, finally getting to do this. Yeah. Uh, Kevin and Leah? Uh, for me, it's uh, getting to experience like the desert hiking and doing a lot of the snow stuff. I think for me, because that's something that I've never done before. So I'm really excited about that. And the fact that we get to do it again with 511, our friend from AT, is going to be really fun. And then I get to do it with Kevin. So I'm looking forward yeah, to that. That's special. Yeah, uh, I'm right there with her. I mean, I'm very appreciative that we get to do this together. Um, also, I'm, I'm really excited to finally end this limbo. Yeah. <laughs> In between the trails. Like, it, it just, like, when you get off the trail, you just want to get right back on it right away and feel like we're in like purgatory right now like waiting to get back out there and we're just sitting here waiting and waiting <laughs> and it's just you know i'm it's almost all, there though yeah all that anxiety there. and everything building up like like you said the first the second you get to the trail it all goes away and you're super excited and let's go <laughs> <laughs> yes yes let's get this started and yet maybe this is a good opportunity to, to warn uh, Nathan, Beverly, and Rob, that this is contagious. There's a good chance that they're going to get home <laughs> and, and and soon afterwards say, hmm, Continental Divide, 18 next year, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's already, already in the plans. <laughs> yeah, same here. Same here. <laughs> and 
Nathan, what are you looking forward to most? What has you excited? I'm most looking forward to slowing down the clock. Like, mm. I feel like I blink, I blinked and turned, I'm turning 40. And, you know, I just remember when I was a kid, like going to summer camp and you were, I was only there for a week, but it was like the longest week ever. Cause it was just like, you were alive. Like everything was new. Everything was like, there's no, no monotony. The only monotonous thing about this is going to be like packing up my tent and then everything else is adventure. So I'm just I'm really excited about like having an endless summer and not having to be in the rat race. You bring up going to summer camp as a kid. I was a volunteer for a number of years with the Boy Scouts. And that week you're out at summer camp, that doesn't go away, even as an adult, because I'd go out there with my kids. And that one week of the summer felt like it was like the biggest part of the summer. Right. It felt like a mm -hmm. huge, like it felt almost like the whole summer because of how much fun it was and how disconnected you were. And and when my kids, well, my youngest, it was things started to change. But when my oldest went into scouts, there were no cell phones. I remember, you know, we would line up, the adults would line up when the kids went off to, to their classes to take turns getting on the payphone to, to call home and check in with our <laughs> spouses. <laughs> well, guys, I want to thank you so much for giving up your time and sharing this with everyone. I am really looking forward to hearing from you as you go on your journey. I don't know as much about the PCT and what the opportunities are going to be, but we're going to be in touch. And when the opportunity arises, we'll have you on so you can give us give us all an update on how your journey's progressing and, and how you're feeling and how things are going for you. Everybody, good luck to you, and we're going to be in touch. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for listening. If you haven't done so yet, go to our website, palmabearhikes.com. Listen to past episodes. Check us out on social media. Go to our YouTube channel, Martin Outside. All those links are there. In addition to that, you can buy our book or see what you're missing out on if you're not a Patreon member yet. Remember to get outside, have fun, and be safe. This episode of Pop Bear Hikes has been brought to you by Avalon Publicity. Avalon Publicity, increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services. For more information about Avalon Publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.